T-minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. And as Apollo 11 does its roll program, this podcast now does its roll program. The tape is rolling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Grant Cameron, and you're listening to the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. Thank you for taking time from your life to be here. Okay. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Grant Cameron. Welcome to everybody who's joining on Facebook for this live interview. Uh, We got lucky. Um, I have been following, everybody's been following the postings dealing with the Schumer Amendment coming out of the uh, Congress, uh, which will set up a nine-person panel that will unravel the whole UFO um, um, cover-up that's been going on for decades. And during that event, uh, a guy by the name of uh, David Grush, for people who aren't following, was on the Rogan Show. And um, he's the sort of the main whistleblower, talked to 40 people when he was on the board. They told him what's going on. They got crafts. They got this. They got that. Basically confirming everything that people have been saying for years. And then he pointed out that there are two main people who are trying to block this effort. Uh, one of the uh, and now we know there's four of them. But the 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 two that he mentioned are Mike Rogers, who is uh, in the Alabama uh, Republican head of the Armed Services House Armed Services Committee, and the other one that he mentioned is uh, Mike Turner who's the House uh, Intelligence uh, Chairman. And uh, a lot of people started Twittering and sending messages. And if you've seen some of the postings on Twitter, some of these, uh, the one article that talked about Turner had almost a million people read it. This has kind of gone viral on Twitter. There's hundreds of thousands of people watching this. And today I have somebody who's not just sending emails to these congressmen, and senators or uh, putting Twitter posts up. I have Mike uh, Harbaugh, who is uh, actually getting off his rear end and he's actually going to run. He's going to run in the 10th district of Ohio against the head of the cabal, uh, Mike Turner, (laughs) probably the most powerful uh, guy in the house, except for Mike Johnson, who has now joined the the cabal and is trying to block. And the other guy is trying to block it is um, um, McConnell, Mitch McConnell, the the minority leader in the Senate. So they're going to try to block it. And uh, this is in Congress. This is in a uh, sort of a negotiation now between the House and the Senate as to what uh, goes into this bill. And uh, if it gets through, it'll be signed by the president on December the 21st or 22nd. It will become a law and the world will change. This is the biggest move, that, the biggest event that's ever happened. And um, Mike, who's joining me today, uh, actually started his campaign before this thing broke loose. 
So he got kind of lucky where uh, Mike Turner is becoming one of the most uh, well-known people in the United States. So welcome, Mike, and thank you for joining Hello. me and, and talking about this. And uh, thank, thank you, you mostly for taking on the very, very powerful guy in the U.S. House of Representatives. Somebody's got to. Who is basically, as, as Danny Sheehan says, working to uh, contain, uh, continue full spectrum dominance, uh, build new weapons to destabilize mm -hmm. the world and keep 40% yes. of the... Um, natural resources for the American corporations uh, that are servicing 5% of the world's population. So yes. it's a big job. So let's get going and, and tell me a little bit about your campaign, when you started it and why yeah. you started, and then we'll get into the UAP issue. Yeah, I think you hit the nail right on the head there, about 5% uh, of the world's population and 40% uh, of uh, the resources. Uh, that's one of the biggest crimes why I'm running for office is the allocation of wealth and resources to the military industrial complex away from the working class people of this country. Uh, we're getting ripped off. And um, that type of, I grew up, um, you know, when 9-11 happened, I was 16 years old. It was a pivotal moment in my life. And um, our foreign policy these last 20 years has been out of control. And so the death, the destruction, and the American lives that have been lost um, due to lack of investment. You know, where is all the money going? It's not going to us. But anyway, um, I'm a food truck owner here in Dayton, Ohio. I'm a normal everyday blue collar guy um, and basically just general concerned citizen that is sick and tired. I'm a little angry, actually a lot angry. And I'm uh, just deciding to throw in my hat, throw in my lot and just give this a try to um, drive the narratives and help change things. Cause Mike Turner has been running roughshod over the competition here uh, for Congress for 20 years. And uh, we, we need some change of candidates. The Democrats are getting destroyed out here. So I'm running as an independent candidate um, on all working class issues, small dollar donations, trying to do th build up a grassroots movement here against him. So that's a little bit about like me and why I'm running for office. Beautiful. Give, give us your campaign um, where the people can get a hold of you if they want to help out, because I'm sure there'd be people all around the world and around the United States who please may do. want to give you some. So tell people yes. where, they, where they can get a hold of you. Yes, please do. Uh, HarbaughforCongress.com and Harbaugh for Congress is TikTok and also Instagram and Facebook. Um, and that's H-A-R-B as in boy, A-U-G-H, my last name, and then the number four for congress.com. But yeah, please do. All donations accepted. That's how, that's what makes this run. So I'm, I'm doing all small dollar donations, $200 max donation to my campaign. I really want to stand on that because I want voters to be able to trust a little bit more uh, in a put a little bit more trust in the politicians than we have right now because the shady amounts of money and dark money that's involved in our politics. And like what I hope we'll talk about is like where Mike Turner's getting all his money from. Um, I don't want voters to have to worry about that with my candidacy. So trying to gain yeah, so back go, go, go through that. Talk a little bit about Mike Turner, because you were taking him on before the UAP issue came up. And Correct. you, you I decided, had problems with yeah. him already before this other issue came up. So talk yeah, about- so I, Yeah, so yeah. I launched my campaign in July. Um, and I've, it's already been over a year in, in the making. And it's just like myself, like self-teaching myself how to do this. And, you know, as a normal working class, you know, individual, there wasn't a lot of information out there to like, you know, teach yourself. It's kind of a little bit of a gatekeeper situation with how to run for office in this country. I'll just put that out there. There's not a lot of information out there. So I really had to dig and, and dig and read a lot and figure things out a lot on my own. But here I am. Um, but, um, yeah, like um, I decided to take him on in July and um, I've been doing a really big grassroots campaign since then, I'm trying to be really accessible to the people. Um, and yeah, Mike, Mike Turner, before this UAP issue, um, has just been 
he, I tell you what, he's extremely unpopular in the district, even though he's, um, you know, won quite a bit in a row. Um, the Democrats hate him and the Republicans just kind of hold their nose and vote for him. But yeah, so anyways, um, I just jumped in this race. I'm in the process of getting signatures right now uh, to get on the ballot. I will. Um, I need you. They make you get almost 3000 signatures to get on the ballot as an independent candidate. And so I have 3000 right now currently, but I'm, I'm going to tack on maybe about another thousand or so or. 2000 before I turn them in to get on the ballot. So yeah, that's a little bit about what I'm up to. And um, did you say something about specifically about Mike Turner to to talk about in your question? Yeah, well, his campaign contributions, because I mean, that's now yes. big. Uh, a lot of the UAP people are posting uh, where he's getting his money from. And, and this whole idea that, uh, you know, the, the, the military money, the from, because you're at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, which people yep. should know that that's yes. his name. You got 30,000 people. And they may want to talk about uh, capitalism and, and all this kind of stuff. But Ray Patterson Air Force Base, that's all military, which to me is like I live in Canada and, and people will complain about socialism. I mean, that's like a socialist Mecca. I mean, they got free dental. We don't even have free dental here. You got free, almost free education. Uh, so you have Ray Patterson, which is his, his district, uh, the military. And that's uh, I, you can clarify the money is coming basically from military uh, contractors, right? Yes, uh, primarily. And then also, too, you know, off of that, it's the largest single on-site employer in the state of Ohio. So it's not only the on-site people, but then all the second and third and fourth businesses that also profit and result, you know, um, you know that profit from that economic boom here in the area. So it affects a lot of people, one to 200,000 people, all the restaurants, everything around here. Um, but yeah, Mike Turner, um, what you described was a little bit of government socialism in a way, like for the military, the military has good health care. The military yeah, exactly. um, yeah. has good education for their kids. And then, you know, Mike Turner will even run. And he recently got some million dollar of facilities just recently built on the base. So the people on the base can have a, a nice child care center to get their kids watch, to get their kids, oh. you know, watch for them. And oh. so these are all things that the American people want, that people here in Dayton, Ohio, need the working class desperately need. Not I'm very happy to have that for the military. But there's a lot more people not in the military that really need that stuff, too. So the working class people here, it's just unfair, the distribution of resources. But, yeah, Mike Turner has been his campaign contributions aren't good. Um, it shows you exactly where he stands, I think. Um, a few things, if you don't mind. In, uh, in 2008 and 2010, he was listed as one of the most corrupt members of Congress um, by the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Um, it came out that like um, there was a marketing firm that his current wife at the time was got an unfair no bid contract from this lobbyist group from Dayton to for three hundred thousand dollars to come up with a simple little slogan for their lobbyist group. And they got paid three hundred K to come up with a slogan called get Midwest. And so. <laughs> You know, a lot of money flowing. His wife's company, and she owned this marketing company too. Um, he, his campaign also gave her over fifty thousand dollars over the course of a few years. You know, too for various jobs and stuff. So it's just kind of like this collusion between you know the people in power and also their loved ones. Furthermore, um, that was his first wife. His second wife, he got married in roughly around twenty sixteen. He again came up on the watchdogs list as one of the most corrupt people because he married an energy lobbyist. OK, oh. and he was then coincidentally introduced legislation on natural gas that would benefit his new wife's company. 
And, and, you know, this is like the problem in Washington is because literally the people in Congress are screwing the lobbyists. And then in turn, the lobbyists and the people in Congress screw the American working class. And I think this just kind of exposes one of the biggest fears of our voters and being able to trust our elected leaders. And it's just like it shows it, it lays bare the, some of the problems with in regards to lobbying and the collusion of money. Um, and also, I got a lot more to go into about uh, some more of the wasteful money on the F-35 program and his, uh, his yeah, connections. Yeah, talk with about Lockheed the F-35 because like the people that will be listening to this are. They, they know about that that issue. So go, go through. Okay, some of that. cool. Yeah. So the F 35, um, Mike Turner has been advocating for this program for forever. Um, it's no surprise that in 2020, his largest single campaign contribution was $64,000 in total from Lockheed Martin. Okay. Yeah. Mike Turner is in a special caucus in Congress, it's a little caucus made up of five people. And it's called the Joint Strike Fighter Caucus. And there's five people in it. All five of those members uh, in that caucus get the max amount from the super PACs from Lockheed Martin. Okay, so Lockheed Martin. And so, and they obviously advocate for more F-35s. And so here's the issue with people, you know, and as maybe some of your audience knows with the F-35, the Citizens Against Government Waste uh, a Watchdog Group in 2019 named Mike Turner Porker of the Month for supporting the biggest waste of money, which is the F-35 program. At this time in 2019, the, pro the program had been in development for 17 years. It was seven years behind schedule and not one, but $200 billion over budget. And yet Mike Turner was still pedal to the metal and still is to this day in 2023, pedal to the metal on getting F-35, selling them to Israel, selling them to maybe Saudi Arabia, selling them to our allies, maybe even trying to get them to Ukraine. And so it, it shows you the rot in the system when such a failed, broken system is going on. And you still have members of Congress who are taking the max amount of money from them in doing their bidding. Um, this is also at the same time uh, in 2018, the House Armed Services Committee made a report. And in that report, they said the F-35 does not have the range to strike targets and the programs may already be out of date. And this is in a House Armed Services Committee report in 2018. And yet still Mike Turner peddled to the metal taking all the contributions from Raytheon, but it's not just Raytheon or Lockheed Martin. It's Raytheon, it's Boeing, it's General Dynamics. He, he's literally just recently, I think of, of this last month, went and was on a forum and chairing it of like the aerospace industry and the defense contractors. So this guy is literally in lockstep. Um, you know, um, when the F-35 when the F program was initially, program was started, the estimated cost of it was about $38 million per F-35. Um, by the time one of these reports, I think it was like in 20, 2018, by 2018, the, the price of an F-35 had gone up to over $150 million per jet. And these were jets that had trouble operating in the rain. These are jets that have malfunction issues and, uh, and uh, maintenance issues. And so it's like, this is the kind of guy that, um, you know, Mike Turner is. And so he's taken all the money, he's doing the bidding, and it, it, it goes to the greater problem, what we touched on earlier, which is, and it's why I'm running my campaign, is because 
the wealth and the resources of this country is being stolen from the working class and the Department of the Defense and the corrupt contractor system and the, the no audits. You know, the Pentagon can't pass an audit. It, it, it's failed the last five and they can only account for 39 percent of their assets. So there's literal fraud and theft that is going on right now. Trillions in unaccounted money. And we all know about the UAP programs and uh, you know, black money that not being on the books and being sent to programs and stuff like that. So we're being stolen from, and uh, that's a part of my campaign is to allocate for getting those resources back to working class people. So I'm trying to draw a stark contrast between Mike Turner and the representation they're currently getting in my campaign. Beautiful. Uh, one thing I'd add on the F-35, because Canada's buying them as well. Oh, um, and, I, and I look it up and it's, you see how the, the system works in terms of the contractors that the, uh, I always point out when I lecture that the F-35 is made in 48 different states and 10 different countries. And that's wow. the whole thing is because when you've wow. got overruns, who's going to vote against it? And that's what, uh, if you are familiar with the famous speech that Eisenhower made, he wanted to give for two months be before he left office was the, the, the final speech. And I was at the Eisenhower Library looking at it and the actual wording before they changed it was beware the military industrial congressional complex. Nah, I've pulled, heard that. They pulled congressional out of the speech not to offend Congress, but he warned about this. When everybody's got their hand in the cookie jar and everybody's got jobs, it's pretty hard to vote against a I, massive yes. overrun. I think I read in some of this in some of my research on this is that um, the F-35 in some of these articles uh, talks about it has enjoys what enjoys widespread congressional approval because it provides what did you say? Like 48 states, 10 48 countries? 48 states, yeah. And uh, they countries. said roughly 190,000 employees, roughly. Yeah. 190,000. I, I, that was a massive number of people and the parts and the, everything that's associated with this program. So, you know, look, jobs are good, but like, could that go, could our government yeah. put that type of investment in a yeah. different types of jobs program? Especially if it doesn't work. No. I mean, if the thing doesn't fly Especially in the if it doesn't work. We could plant <laughs> avocado trees. Or, or I'm just saying anything like any yeah. sort of investment in government jobs program, like anything to put money in the pockets of American people and give them jobs is a good thing. But yeah. when it's going to a, a corrupt system that can't pass any uh, benchmarks of uh, productivity and um, you know standards, and then where's the money going? It's unaccounted for at the Pentagon and it's going into you know offshore bank accounts of the military industrial complex and we don't that money's not being reinvested in main street and so it's going to wall street so that's well, good for yeah, you for stepping big. out because most people just say well what can i do about it and just sort of look the other way and hope it's going to go I away can't. and I yeah can't. that's the thing i mean you you've been a long time coming the the sort of the ultimate sacrifice that you're going to go in there and do it so you're mentioning lockheed and of course the ufo community or the uap community knows this quite well that dayton uh, uh wright patterson air force base is where the rumored Roswell crash was taken in 1947. So we all know about that. And we also know about the, the idea that Lockheed Skunk Works uh, is the place where they are back engineering the UFO technology and claiming it doesn't exist. And, and what they're doing now for people that are, are just getting into this issue is uh, this is this whole idea that, that um, Mike Turner, who you're running against, is actually head of the Intelligence Committee. And his position is that the Intelligence Committee is not allowed to be briefed on this. So like, what kind of crazy position is that? That you just let them do what they want and nobody has the security clearances. And uh, he's being outed by uh, a bunch of people. The pressure's on now uh, and we'll see where, where this thing goes. But he has this very direct connection to Lockheed, which has always been known as the place 
that that does the UFO technology. So maybe talk a little bit about yes. how you picked up on the UAP issue and have you had a sighting? I mean, do you have you followed this over the years? Because uh, yeah, those of us who are in it are in it like in our over our heads. We're in the rabbit hole. We do it all all the yes. time and stuff. But for you, how did how did you get the UAP issue in terms of because you when I met you when I found you on on somebody posted on my site with your your uh, Reddit post. And then I saw you were going to have a demonstration. So maybe talk a bit yes. about that. And I went, wow, somebody's actually going to take this guy on and have a yes. demonstration. And the people on yes. the street, you, you people will say, well, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I really don't care. But the UFO issue, you're going to get a lot of young people who are going to go, I didn't know that. And uh, yes. they're so going to really, it just raises consciousness in terms of what's speaks, actually going on. It speaks to a lot of issues right there. Um, with the corruption in Lockheed, and the, uh, these are so it's also a tale of like of wealth distribution in society, too. It's the wealthy defense contractor companies that stand to benefit financially from if they do are in possession of UFO craft and UFO technology that are that they are trying to reverse engineer. They stand to benefit financially through uh, bringing that technology to mankind or also um, just um, you know, by having that power and that control. So if Mike Turner is doing their bidding to protect, it's just the same old story that we've always seen where the rich want to hold on to their strategic advantage. So it, it, it's, it, it's a lot of stuff here. It breaks on the class war issue too. You know, um, it's not, you know, there's a lot of factors going on here. Um, but have I ever had, no, I've never um, had a visual myself. I had what I thought was a UFO experience uh, for about one second of my brain um, at one time, but what that was was actually a meteor that came down on me and my friend at three in the morning, and the whole sky lit up like a like the sun. Uh, for yeah. it, it was wild. So I thought a UFO was coming down on top of me, but there was a trailer in the sky, and it was just a meteor. I'm pretty sure. So, um, but no, I've always believed um, is on my truth seeking journey, and you know, politics, morality, spirituality, you name it. Um, is that yeah ufos definitely all of these eyewitnesses accounts not everyone's lying so i've always known that the you know the truth is out there that there is very you know that that they're lying that they're lying and so what we saw with all the developments this last year in the last couple of years where it's like all of a sudden for the first time the united states government is coming out and saying okay none of these people weren't lying we actually ufos unidentified flying objects or aerial phenomenon are a real thing and we are disclosing it now and saying we as a legitimate trusted source are, you know, on the record now saying that these are real and that our pilots. Are seen. And so it's coming into the news, coming into the news. And then we saw the congressional hearing this summer where, you know, whistleblowers coming forward. And so my attention has been re back on it here in this last year or two. Like, wow, this is really coming out. You know, the truth, you know, it's unraveling and stuff. So I've taken a lot greater interest in it this last year. But it's the same old story. The government covering up the truth. And it hurts working class people. You know, they may have killed Kennedy. They've got information uh, on the, all the wars that they fought that they've never released. There's so much problem with secrecy and overclassification in, uh, of stuff in our government. We have a huge security apparatus, uh, deep state, uh, secret, secret entity governments where everything's classified and no one. And, and so we have a big problem with that. And it's hurting working class people. So this is just another example of that the government getting in the way stonewalling when it's like we just want the information let us have the information so us the voters can make the decision and so that's a little bit about um you know my history with this issue and like my recent like activism on it and so with all this stuff going on and especially with grush's um interview on joe rogan recently really bringing the heat back up with mike turner 
and the outrage. And it's like, gosh, this there's literally just a couple of people like, uh, you know, the momentum of this issue. And it's like a couple of people, they're just going to line it, line it, item, edit something out of a bill when it's just, you know, we're so. And so it's just another example of him doing the bidding of his donors, him doing the bidding of whoever and not for working class people, all working class people, I think want disclosure, whether or not you believe or not, or if you, I firmly believe if we had, if we could go to the voting booth and decide, hey, would you want the government to come clean on just whatever they know, whatever that may be, mark, check mark, yes or no, overwhelmingly that election would be a landslide. So this is an issue of our politicians not lining up with with the people. And so, yeah, so um, yeah, Mike Turner. Um, so anyway, so I wanted to get on Reddit because that's the biggest uh, crew uh, supporter group and I wanted to do something. You know, I thought there's 2 million people on this UFO Reddit forum. I'm like, you know what, if we could get, if we could really shake some things up, you know, put a little pressure, record some videos, release it back into the UFO community, just show that these politicians that we are online, and, and but we're also going to show up in person and can demonstrate. I think it's just another spoke in the wheel of like the pressure campaign, because everyone's been calling their office and faxing and emailing, and that's a spoke in the wheel too. I think another in-person demonstration is another spoke of the wheel. And I think we got to be doing everything at this time. So, yeah, that's a little bit about, you know, the issue and where I'm at right now. Okay. So have you, have you got the date for this thing? I guess yes. We'll have to, yeah. Okay. So yes. Talk so, to that. And it's in front of his office, right? His office in, is in Dayton? Front of, in front of his office in downtown Dayton. So on like a busy street. And I scheduled it for kind of soon because I think there's a lot of urgency. As we all know, Congress goes on break, I believe, December 15th this year. Um, I saw 15th and 16th for the House and the Senate, and they're going to get this voted on and approved um, the final bill, at least by then. So there's urgency like right now. So um, I thought of December 8th, this Friday, uh, this coming Friday, December 8th from 3 to 6 p.m. out front of his office. And that's 120 West 3rd Street, Dayton, Ohio. And then also that's on a Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. because I want to catch the rush hour traffic. But then I also I thought if other people can't make it. You know, I want them to be able to still participate. So I did it for the next day also on Saturday from 3 to 6 p.m. If you can't make it on Friday because of work, you can come on Saturday and we can, you know, protest. And so I'm making a big banner today. I'm going to go, I'm going to get that uh, made up and print it off. And so it's going to have a nice big banner of like 10, 10 feet long, maybe. And it's going to be nice and printed out. And it's going to say like Mike Turner, you know, blocking, you know, you know, the truth from the American people or something like, let's vote him out. Or it's going to say something like that, like in regards to get attention of the people that are uh, driving by. And uh, yeah, I think it's important. I think it's so important. If so. you get a, some sort of poster that I can I can put up and maybe we can get some people to uh, uh, hopefully people will uh, share it and and move it around because That's, you see some yeah. of these postings are getting a lot of a lot of shares. And you know what? I need to of, do that. Yeah, I, I could get some help with that. My wife's a graphic designer, too, so that would yeah. be helpful to have people to share online. I was a little let down with the Reddit. Um, I got over a thousand upvotes for my first post about, hey, we should post a you do a protest. And then a, a day or two later, I posted the follow up like, OK, here's the date and time of the protest. And the moderators uh, censored it for about six or seven hours. I don't know why. And I was messaging them. They didn't hit me back. And then they, then it released around 9 p.m. that night. And I think that affected a lot of the upvotes and people seeing it. And I think it got buried. And so now it's only at 150 upvotes. It only has 150, which is significantly less than the first post did. And, and I thought it was a very popular topic. And, and so, yeah, so I'm going to repost again here. I'm going to make the banner and the logo tonight. 
and then so I'll be able to repost. But yes, I'll definitely contact you um, with a little logo or flyer or something to. Um, yeah. And I encourage helpful. everybody that's watching on Facebook and Twitter and um, people that, that know me or whatever uh, to do what they can and, and share the word because um, this is something you can do. And uh, uh, this is a big uh, sort of a you going out on a limb to to do this to take on uh, this issue and, and help us out. And uh, it's, it's as well as posting and Twittering and, you know, mm -hmm. tagging people and stuff like that. Uh, this will help. So I'll do whatever I can and I'll just keep reposting it and uh, let's see what we can do. And, and even down the road, uh, you can do it again. I mean, if they kill this bill, I mean, if he's gonna become even more popular and uh, we, can, we can do it again or People can uh, do other interviews with you. And uh, even if you get another 10 people in Dayton that pick it up and, and, and oh. it just raises consciousness. It's not like we're going to win or it that does. you're going to beat them or anything like that. It's just uh, that, spoke in the wheel. Yeah. We got to do like, everything. Like Max Planck talked about, you know, science and ufology. I always say ufology is the same as science it advances one funeral at a time. It's like, it's not <laughs> like we're going to win it tomorrow or whatever, but this issue, I've been fighting it for 48 years and uh, I never thought this would happen. And now suddenly in the last couple of weeks, it's like, you know, everybody's folding the tents and, and everybody's, you know, sort of, uh, you know, found religion on this issue and, and everybody's jumping on board. So maybe we can get it going and, uh, and, mm -hmm. and uh, fantastic. So um, let's see, uh, again, give us the, give us uh, the contacts so people can contact you and uh, yep harbaughforcongress.com and harbaughforcongress that's my tiktok instagram um, you can also email me like on my website so that's harbaugh h-a-r-b-a-u-g-h the number four congress.com go there um small dollar donations always appreciated you know um but at the same time you know just make sure you look at my website and see if you want to back what i'm doing um, i'm not leading on the uap issue um as far as strategic wise just full disclosure um, but it is and always has been on my website. It's in my when you when I talk about foreign policy or the defense section, it's it's in there. It's a line. It says Congress needs to come clean UAP disclosure, you know, be honest with the American people. Like so I've always been in support of this issue, but I'm not leading on it. You know, I don't want yeah, yeah. people to you know, it's not as popular. Everyone's worried about putting food on their table, you know, and health care and stuff like that. Yeah. And so but most issues, people so. like like in the UFO community, none of us knew that he had this issue. I mean, that he had this mm -hmm. UFO blocking this thing. And it went from one day him being totally unknown to everybody, everybody in the UFO community knows who this guy is now. It's like, yes. And he's seen as the as the uh, the Illuminati leader of this whole four member group that's that's trying to block yes. it. And yes. they're all taking the, the donations. They're all uh, yes. sort of in the bag with the military contractors. And I guess they think they're saving the world or whatever. But it comes down to consciousness that uh, that if we want uh, um a positive consciousness we got to put it in there and, and do our part so i, I yes. really appreciate your you're getting involved and uh i guess you're watching the post now quite a bit as to because now news nation is picking up and they're doing a lot of stuff and his name is almost every day on there and yes, danny he... sheen's after him uh, maybe get danny sheen to try to contact you because he's very powerful he's with the pentagon papers and, and oh, okay the uh, the uh the whole thing with the um atomic uh, nuclear power basically shut it down in the United States and uh, very big on civil rights and stuff like that. And, and he's one of the guys that helped draft the Schumer amendment. And okay. he's um, he, he, I'm sure he would uh, give you some support. So um, no, that'd be great. That'd be great. 
yeah, I'm, I'm this this my, my campaign is all grassroots and I'm trying to build this from the ground up. I mean, um, so this I'm in this for the long haul too. This campaign is going to be around for a few years, uh, 2026, 2028. I'm, I'm you know, going to give this the real shot. I mean, I think I can win here in 2024 and I'm going to go crazy, you know, balls to the wall. But, um, you know, in all reality, I'm an independent that I'm building. I'm starting yeah. slowly. I'm starting from the ground up grassroots organization. I've already done quite a bit, too. So I'd look forward to meeting anybody that wants to join my network of you know people and organization to take on Mike Turner because he's had a lock on this area for too long, and um, he's he he's a lot weaker I think than everyone thinks. Um, he he's vulnerable, he's very vulnerable. The, his Republican base isn't that strongly behind him. The Democrats around here are all up in arms against him, and always and so he he's vulnerable. He's vulnerable, and you know my independent campaign is gonna you know we're we're gonna test that. We're gonna we're gonna. We're going to see where the chips fall, um, you know, on Election Day. But I'm doing a lot of grassroots activism and getting out there. I've already talked to at least over 5,000 voters, at least. I have three, I probably five to 10,000 voters already. I've already been crazy active in my community. Um, wow. So, yeah, the word the word is out. I'm trying to get the word out there, doing a lot of political activism. And so, so if people check me out online, you'll see a lot of that. I've been to Washington, D.C. a few times for some anti-war demonstrations. Um, um, you know, I'm all over the place doing a lot of activism in the community. So at the very least, you know, you can say I'm a hard worker and, you know, trying to put my money where my mouth is, you know, which is what yeah. politicians yeah. seem to have a problem doing. They want to have it both ways and hide behind desks and stuff like that. And that's not my style. Beautiful. Well, you have my respect. Did Have the, have the Democrats picked up on this issue? Do you know in terms of uh, this UAP around, issue with, with around with around where I live? Well, I mean, in terms of, is there someone running against him now? Is there a candidate or there's, they there's the a, issue? Because you figure they would pick up on the issue as well in terms of. The, it, the, that's kind of why I'm running as an independent candidate around here, because the Democratic candidates are so weak. Um, yeah. No, no, they're not. Uh, the Democratic Party around here doesn't even have any money. They're not doing any fundraising. Um, they didn't even endorse their candidate that one last time that went up against Mike Turner. He wasn't even endorsed by the party. So, like, there's a lot of infighting and they're not giving him money. Yeah. Um, so he'll, that guy will be running again. And then there's another woman who uh, was a she ran as a state rep um, a little bit outside of the district, but she's running in our district for Congress. So she's in the race, too. But anyway, the Democrats are having a primary, um, but I'm not very inspired by any of their candidates in the race. No, yeah. um, they, they're all yeah. seem like status quo, yeah. status quo. Yeah. But no, they haven't picked up on it. No, yeah, they don't. Well, talk it, it's, it's just taking taking off now where his name becomes. More and it's just it's nothing good associated with his name. It's this, you know, the the money from the military contractors and trying to block the UAP thing and and all this kind of stuff. And he's uh, oh, he's seen as the main guy, like he's the 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 running the most powerful uh, committee in in the house. And uh, and so we, we, people will say, well, you can't win. And I, I basically say, well, you know, he could be in jail by the time election time comes. <laughs> but he's, it's going downhill pretty fast for him. So. Wow. That, that, so, wow. That would be quite a turn of events. Yeah. Cause he, that's the thing. I mean, he was, he was totally unknown and now he's, and, and the, what people know about him is, is, is not good. He's, he's getting this reputation, which is just building as the days go on. So, Thank you, yes. for Michael. Yeah, and no uh, maybe no we problem. can do another one uh, after Please your do. demonstration. Or if this yep. bill gets signed, I'd like to have you on again. And we'll, yes. we, we'll, we'll push it. And I'll see if I can get you some more interviews. I'm sure people will Please see do. the interviews. There's a lot of podcasts. People do podcasts. I'm sure you'll probably get some other offers. And hopefully some of the independent candidates. I leaned out to a couple of people who have run independents in different states. Uh, and hopefully they'll reach out to you and maybe give you advice yeah. with what they 
what they learned about running and stuff like that. Please do. Please do. Anybody that would like to reach out with any advice um, or anything, I am uh, learning a lot in this. Wearing a lot of different hats in this campaign, but I work my ass off, you know, every day on this. Um, But yeah, please do reach out, emails, any sort of advice, independent candidates. That would be good. That would be good. So beautiful. You're my hero, man. (laughs) Go on. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, cool. Thank you, Grant. Have a good one. Bye, Mike. That's this week's episode of the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Grant Cameron, hoping that you will join me for upcoming episodes. Links to my YouTube interviews, books, and my Facebook sites are in the show notes. If you love the podcast or learn something valuable, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, or give a review on today's episode. If you would like a certain paranormal subject dealt with in the future, please let us know. Until next time, watch this space, and thank you so much for listening.